Hi, everyone. I'm Pastor Eric. And I'm Kelsey. And we're here to welcome you back to another exciting episode of The Good News in Harry Potter. Today, we're going to be talking about Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Chapter 4, The Leaky Cauldron. So, Kelsey, what did you like about this chapter? This chapter just felt so relaxed and enjoyable. Harry just gets to hang out in Diagon Alley for two weeks, and it feels like the first time that he really gets to enjoy this magical world as himself without all the hullabaloo of Hogwarts classes or Voldemort's after him or just everybody's freaking out over the fact that he is Harry Potter. Um, he just kind of gets to be normal and gets his own little routine. It was just it was nice to see. Yeah, he gets known at all the shops and he goes and eats Sundays every day at one spot and, you know, it almost feels normal. And I'm actually really proud of Harry in this chapter because he's showing elements of impulse control. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go out and buy everything with his vault of money, even though he's tempted to. Even the nice, fancy new broomstick he abstains from. Yeah. I mean... It's really showing some maturity there, and I'm really proud of Harry for it. And, you know, another thing I'm proud of Harry for is that he is actually questioning his own plot armor in this chapter. It's true. Like, he just goes right up to Cornelius Fudge and says, the Ministry of Magic's uniform enforcement of policies doesn't make sense. And you know what Fudge does? He essentially just shrugs yeah. at it. Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And I love then, by contrast, towards the end of the chapter, we have Ron pretty much reinforce that plot armor in a way because when Harry's telling Ron, you know, yeah, I, I didn't get in any trouble, Ron says, well, isn't it just because you're Harry Potter? Um, and I think it's also really telling of how Ron feels towards Harry sometimes and the fact that he is the famous Harry Potter. Yeah, like he can almost get away with anything because... He's got that brand name recognition almost. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I think I will say this chapter has one moment for me that's kind of hard because I love Molly Weasley. I think she is the greatest matriarchy um, and, in my opinion, just the perfect mother. It doesn't make any mistakes, but there's this one. It's the only only mistake I've ever seen her make when Fred and George are talking to her about Percy being head boy and they're kind of giving Percy a hard time and Molly's giving Fred and George a hard time saying that you guys better shape up your act or else you'll never be head boy and they respond yeah Percy's probably the last head boy in our family and Molly agrees with them while Ron is in the room and we know from the first book in the Mirror of Erised that Ron's deepest desire is to be head boy. And now he's just heard his own mother agree that, yep, Percy's probably the last head boy. And I know she doesn't mean it like that, I don't think. I know that she's just giving Fred and George a hard time and trying to tell them to shape up, but I just think it's Molly's one faux pas and her otherwise pretty perfect motherhood. Yeah, you can only imagine how Ron feels in that moment. Just yeah lustfully wishing to be half as successful as as Percy to be the star of his family for just once and yep. not even Molly believes in him. Nope. Poor Ron. I like how um Harry is fascinated by this big dark 
black dog that mm-hmm. showed up last chapter, and he seems to be caught up in this book of death omens in the bookshop, just mm-hmm. staring at it, because right on the cover is that same dog that uh, he saw in the alley, and it's almost like our first indication that, once again, Harry Potter is going to have a weird year at Hogwarts. Yeah, it's been pretty joyous up until now, even with blowing up Aunt Marge, and this is kind of the little black cloud that keeps hanging over Harry, letting him know it's probably too good to be true. Yeah, and, you know, I really do like Molly and Arthur in this chapter. Yeah, I I think that argument that Harry overhears them having is really important, because one, we learned that Sirius Black is after Harry, but um, I think it's a beautiful moment in the sense that Molly and Arthur are arguing over whether or not to share this information with Harry, what's best for Harry, how to proceed. And they're arguing a way that really you would only do about what's best for your child. Um, We've obviously up until this point seen them take Harry into their home and love him and care for him like a son. But I think this moment really solidifies that, that they do care for him and look out for him just the same way that they do with their seven other children. Yeah, it's almost like an argument that you could never uh, 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 imagine uh, Harry's aunt and uncle having. You know, they would just rather just kick him out. But here is this general concern, and you almost, you know, see it in the awkwardness in which Arthur responds to Percy's question, where they don't really want to give to on, and so they put out these things that are clearly lies, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that just as a way of protecting Harry, that they'll, they're even lying to their sons over this. Yeah. It's it's truly an act that you'd only do for a child of yours. Yeah. So we're, we're seeing this aspect of a larger family sense, mm-hmm. you know, how Harry has been uh, adopted into this, the Weasley clan, this mm-hmm. loving, caring, uh, uh, almost perfect yes. relationship between parents and children as, you know as they try and raise up this whole family in a special and certain way. And it's almost reminiscent of how we are adopted into a new family, too. You know, each and every one of us are become something different in our baptism. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, which allow us to do new things in the world, to love in different ways, and to spread more grace out in the world. Because we look at each other through those same familial bonds, or at least we're supposed to. And so one of the things that maybe you should think about this week is think about how is your family expanded through your relationship with Christ? Where are those people that have drawn near to you or you drawn near to them and you've welcomed them into a new kind of relationship, one that is focused on love and acceptance and care that the same way that Arthur and Molly have accepted Harry into that same relationship and see how Christ's love is expanding your heart this day to something new and different. Amen. And so we'll see you again next week on another episode of The Good News in Harry Potter.